Welcome to the latest edition of the Buff Zone podcast. It is our Pac-12 men's tournament uh, podcast, and I'm Brian Howell, and joined by Pat Rooney. Uh, Pat is getting ready to head out to Las Vegas. How are you, Pat? Uh, still in need of packing, but uh, got a, <laughs> got a, you know some time here today as as we talk on Tuesday morning. Uh, be heading out this evening. Looking forward to it. You know, I've always enjoyed covering the Pac-12 tournament, so. Looking forward to being back. Looking forward to having fans back this year. Uh, and looking forward to seeing what the Buffs can do going into this as one of the hottest teams in the league. Yeah, well, I hope the Buffs are already packed and they've got that done. Um, <laughs> I just recently unpacked, obviously, you know, from being out in Vegas for the women's tournament last week. And, um, you know, I agree with you. It's fun covering the Pac-12 tournament. I, I covered the men's tournament uh, my two years on the beat in 2014-2015. And uh, this is my first women's tournament. And, it doesn't get the same attendance, but it was still a pretty solid crowd every day, and uh, you know, nice to have fans there, and uh, just a cool event. I, I think the Pac-12 um, does a pretty good job with its conference tournaments. Yeah, and as you got to witness, a couple good wins for the the Buffs uh, before the the uh, they ran into Stanford in the semifinals, and uh, you know, before we get into this uh, men's tournament, uh, Brian, you were there. Uh, the Buffs and, and Coach J.R. Payne obviously cemented. An NCAA tournament bid with their performance there. What was your takeaway? Uh, you know, they, they got a couple injuries there. You know, how's that going to factor into whatever comes next as they await their NCAA tournament bid? Yeah, you know, first off, you know, losing by 26 to Stanford is not a, a great way to go out. Um, you know, to me, I felt a little better about that, you know, two days later when Utah, who was as hot as anybody in the conference, lost by 25 to Stanford in the championship. I mean, Stanford's just a machine. And, uh, you know, C was going to have to play almost perfect to beat them. Uh, so that was a tough one for them. But, hey, they solidified their NCAA tournament spot uh, with a showing out there that was pretty solid, uh, winning two games, beating Washington, and then number 14, Arizona, who was missing their best player but still a very good team. Um, yeah, and the tough part for the Buffs is those injuries you mentioned. Tamia Sadler, uh, she has never really said, but she's had back issues. Um, she got ran into by one of her own teammates and uh, was taken off on a stretcher in the first round and uh, didn't return. And, you know, she didn't even return to the team until they left Vegas in, on Saturday. So uh, it doesn't look like, I, I guess for me, I would be surprised if she plays in the NCAA tournament. Um, but, you know, then you got Sila Finau, who rolled her ankle uh, in that Stanford game in the first half. And, you know, we'll see if uh, she gets back. There's two weeks in between that Stanford game and when the first round of the NCAA tournament would be. So, you would hope for the buffs that she's back by then because, man, if they're missing, I mean, they got pretty good guards, but if, you, if you're missing two of your starting guards, that's going to be very tough to beat anybody in the NCAA tournament, I think. Yeah, those were both tough injuries. Uh, you know, for me, I've, I, you know, I like Finau's game. I think she uh, is kind of that glue player uh, for, for, for that team, does a little bit of everything, you know, doesn't necessarily score a bunch, although she's been shooting the ball pretty well lately. Um, you know, so we'll see, I guess we'll see what happens over the weekend. And, uh, I think they're having a selection show. Are you going to be able to go there? Obviously I know you'll be covering it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's going to be fun. You know, the women, uh, I think they're going to have a little, you know, gathering, um, that I'll be able to go to on Sunday night. Uh, so that'll be kind of fun. And then that first round is either the 18th or the 19th of March. Um, and we'll find out where it is. I mean, <laughs> you look at ESPN's bracketology, it changes all the time. They're currently slotted to go to Ames, Iowa, which, uh, Hey, I'll go wherever, but that wouldn't be my top choice, Pat. But 
Hey, yeah. I, I'll go wherever, you know, it'll be, it's fun covering this team. I, I've really enjoyed it. I know there's not, you know, a huge following for the women's team, but they are a lot of fun uh, to watch. And, um, you know, as you know, especially with basketball, more so than football, you, you kind of get to know these teams a little bit better. Um, and it's really kind of fun, you know, covering you know, a team like that where, especially with women, where, where I'm basically the only beat writer. So uh, they know me uh, pretty well and, and I get to know them. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, certainly. I mean, un- unlike football, we get to we get to go to practice. Uh, you know, you're kind of a more visible presence. Uh, you get to talk to players and coaches every day. And, you know, then the season's longer. And when you travel, you know, you run into each other on, on the road, obviously, uh, as, as well. So you do get to know them a little bit better. And, uh, you know, for me, part of what's made this little run uh, kind of fun for the men's team uh, going into the Pac-12 tournament, securing the fourth seed. Uh, Brian Howell, I know you've been watching this from a little further distance than me, but uh, to watch this team go from this, you know, really youthful, inexperienced team get hit by injuries along the way, you know, even in the preseason, losing two of their prize freshmen for the year, uh, losing one of their few seniors in Elijah Parquet during the season, as long as, as well as another one of their freshmen and loss in Lovering, you know, at the end of January, they, they looked lost and it looked like it might be a tough finish, but to rally finish the way they have sole possession of fourth place all by themselves. I think Tad Boyle's done it heck of a job getting this team into this position at this stage of the season yeah i, I agree with you and, and i think it's one of tad's best coaching jobs and yeah it, you know it, it, you're never going to please everybody and you still have your tad detractors out there saying hey this program's never gonna you know get any better with tad they've hit their ceiling uh and this was a tough year you know when you lose you, you, know, you mentioned the, the guys that lost from this year's team they're also trying to replace uh, McKinley Wright from last year, Deshaun Schwartz, uh, Dallas Walton. I mean, there's a lot of key guys uh, from last year. Dry Horn, who Dry Horn, who had a, an amazing shot at the buzzer from I think it was even beyond half court for Tulsa the other night. Yeah, and you know, down 72-70, I think, in their game, and he heaves it, and they win 73-72. But uh, to replace all of that and the guys you mentioned from this year's team, you know, you, know, you and I have talked about throughout the year that we felt like this team was going to be much better in March uh, than they were in November, December. And we've seen that. And there was a one point in February that we thought, geez, maybe this team is uh, not going to be very good. You know, when they went to that Washington trip and then came home against Oregon, like, geez, this team is going to go in the tank. I mean, that was three consecutive awful losses. And uh, since then, I believe they've only lost once. Uh, so they've been pretty impressive the way they've turned it around. Yeah, it just seemed like such a bleak outlook. Um, you know, that that's right when the, the parquet and lovering injuries had happened. Tristan De Silva was playing really well, and he's playing really well again, but he missed a couple of those games. Uh, he missed uh, the Washington games, um, you know, the, the two you just mentioned, because of a, a COVID issue. You know, they came home, they played that Oregon game, committed the ball, uh, committed 20 turnovers. Uh, with Tad Boyle out missing his first game ever uh, since he's been at CU uh, because of COVID issues. And it just looked like a moment where, you know, injuries and everything else were going to conspire against this team and, and make it a f- rough finish. But, you know, here they are. They have a favorable first-round match. You know, they're probably going to play Oregon. Uh, we can get into some of these matchups here. 
you know, Oregon has not been playing well at all down the stretch. Uh, I believe it's uh, losses in four out of the last five. They looked awful in their trip through Washington uh, this past weekend when, you know, they, they really just needed to win one game to give them a good chance at that number four spot and uh, couldn't get it done. Well, Will Richardson didn't play in the last game. His status is a little bit up in the air. Uh, and, you know, I know it's been a tough year for Oregon State, but uh, I wouldn't want to play a rivalry game if I'm Oregon right now, uh, the way they've been scuffling going into this. But looking like that'll be the matchup on uh, Thursday uh, in the quarterfinals for CU. Yeah, you yeah, know, and real quick, just going back to when Oregon was here, uh, you know, that was the game Tad Boyle missed. When that game is over, Oregon wins by 15. They're 7-3 and three in the conference. CU is 5-7. and seven. I don't think anybody at that point thought CU was going to finish ahead of Oregon. Uh, so the way these two teams have gone a different direction since then is pretty amazing. Uh, but, you know, you're right. I think it's a favorable matchup. And, you know, whether it's Oregon State pulling the upset or, or Oregon getting its act together for one game, you know, I, I like the matchup for CU. I think that they're playing much better than Oregon. And, you know, I think, you know, who knows what happens in a tournament setting. But, you know, I think the Buffs get through at least to the semifinals on Friday. Yeah, I'm of that belief as well. You know, Ted Boyle is, is, has uh, hedged his bet a couple times talking to me in the last few days. You know, he says that first day is, is pretty tough. First game, I should say, is pretty tough. Uh, getting used to the arena, the environment, you know, especially this team. A lot of guys that, you know, they, they were on the bench cheering last year, but a lot of guys that haven't played uh, in this kind of setting yet uh, beyond Evan Batty. Uh, so it is going to be interesting to see how the Buffs react. Whoever they play will have a game under the belt. You know, there's been some, I wrote about this a little bit uh, just last night, yesterday evening after practice. You know, the Buffs have a track record of, of when they're outside of the top uh, top four, kind of scuffling through that 5-12 matchup and, and surviving, but then playing much better against whoever they face uh, in the next game. You know, last year's team was the same way. They got the bye and they, they kind of scraped by uh, 11 seeded Cal had, had got an upset win in, in their first round game. So the bus played them, uh, held on, um, and then, you know, kind of won a, you know, really major level college basketball game against USC in, in the semifinals and played much better to, uh, in, in that one to pull that out. So uh, there's some history that kind of, uh, you know, validates some of Tad Boyle's fears. Uh, but I do think, you know, the Buffs are playing well. Uh, they've shown an ability to hang tough early away from home and, and you know, kind of settle in and uh, have strong, you know, kind of second halves, uh, stretches before, before halftime. So I like the Buffs' chances and, uh, you know, most likely a semifinal matchup then against Arizona. Yeah, you know, and you mentioned, you know, teams that can play well. I mean, Oregon's very capable of, uh, of beating the Buffs. You know, as we saw in Boulder, uh, they got that win. And, you know, who, who knows what happens in there, but I think, I do like the best chances, and you know, maybe they play Arizona. But again, you know, Arizona, the number one seed, they're sitting there waiting for Arizona State or Stanford, and ASU is about as hot as anybody right now. So, you know, that's no given that uh, you know, see you would play Arizona in the next round. Yeah. Now, to me, I, that uh, that that first round Arizona Arizona State game, uh, I should say quarterfinal round, um, assuming Arizona State knocks off Stanford. Um, you know, Stanford's really been struggling. As you know, Arizona State's been hot. Like the Buffs, they've won seven out of eight down the stretch. Uh, you know, I, I've said this a couple of times. I know I said it in the last chat I did. I Look, the Buffs did not play well in that game against Arizona State here. Uh, but Arizona State deserves some credit. They are playing much better basketball than they did earlier in the year. Uh, they also gotten hot at the right time. 
and they go into this with win uh, seven out of eight, and they get kind of a reeling Stanford team in that first game on Wednesday. Uh, so then you set up a rivalry battle against Arizona on Thursday. And to me, that's an interesting matchup. Uh, you have a, a really hot Arizona State team. They're not going to be intimidated by Arizona. They've, play, they've lost to them twice, but they've, they've played them pretty tough both times. Um, and then Arizona State, you know, whatever advantage there is to, to kind of getting your feet wet in an early game and then, uh, you know, playing that second game, you know, Arizona State will have that edge. You know, the, the way Stanford's going, you almost wonder if Arizona State can – can maybe scuffle a little bit in that opening game and still get by. And then, uh, you know, if they have a strong game against Arizona a rivalry game, I think that's an interesting one. Um, you know, obviously the Wildcats are the favorites in this. They should be, uh, they're a well-balanced team, but uh, as we saw in Boulder, maybe not completely invulnerable. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, that likely, uh, you know, it'd be the first game of the day on Thursday, uh, against Arizona State. Uh, I think that'd be, you know, possibly the most interesting matchup of the first two days. Yeah, you know, should be noted too. ASU just beat Stanford at home on Saturday in the yeah. regular season finale. Um, Stanford actually led that game at the half. Um, Arizona State had to sort of rally in the second half, but I, I do think ASU wins that one. And I agree with you. I think that that's an intriguing matchup if it's ASU against Arizona. Um, I, I would give the nod to Arizona, but you know, I think that Arizona State, the way they're playing, could very well get to that game or get to that that victory and get to the semifinals. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, honestly, on the other side of the bracket, I don't see it, uh, you know, diverging from the UCLA-USC semifinal that, you know, we're, we're probably destined to. I don't I don't like any of those. You know, you got Washington State at seven playing number 10 Cal in the first round and Washington against Utah in the 6-11 matchup. You know, whoever comes out of that uh, in either of those games, I don't like their chances against either of the Los Angeles teams. Uh, you know, all those teams that on that other side of the bracket just been, uh, you know, excluding the L.A. teams, uh, just been wildly inconsistent. Washington State, you know, they probably have the best chance at, at getting hot. They can shoot the ball well. They can play defense at times, uh, at, at times very well. Uh, but their inconsistency, you know, I just I just don't trust it. Uh, so I really like what will be a heck of a semifinal match uh, on the other side of that bracket between UCLA and USC, who also just played the other day. Uh, with UCLA eking out a win and, and uh, taking in a game that decided that that two three slot. Yeah, you know I agree with you. I think it's going to be UCLA USC. I was going to say the one team over there I think could maybe disrupt that would be Washington. Um, you know they've been wildly inconsistent too, but you know they've won three of their last four. Uh, you know and got a nice sweep against the Oregon schools this last weekend. But um, I do think it's going to be the two LA schools not at a semifinal. I mean to me there's three teams that are, you know, elite in this conference. Those are the three projected uh, for the NCAA tournament. And then you got Colorado is probably the hottest team coming in. Uh, but I think Arizona, UCLA, USC, I would kind of pencil them in uh, to the semifinals at this point. Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, especially in the buff side of the bracket, a heck of a tournament. So uh, looking yeah. forward to getting there. Um, you know, I think one other note, as we're talking, all Pac-12, uh, I'm expecting to be released uh, imminently. And, uh, you know, Jabari Walker, I would expect to be first team. Uh, curious where Evan Batty will land. It's been great just to see the way he has played down the stretch. You know, I think you know, going even back to the scene in Boulder after the Arizona game, uh, I think everyone can't help but just be, you know, extremely happy for the young man. It was great to see him raining in those trees at Utah. Uh, I expect him. In the land somewhere. I'll be curious you know, if he, he gets a spot on that first team. Um, they do a 10-team first team 
as you know, in the Pac-12. Um, and then I expect K.J. Simpson land on the all-freshman team. It has been uh, not a wildly deep year of rookies in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of people that will certainly be on that list, but I think KJ is right there. Um, I would expect him to, to possibly be all freshmen as well. So, uh, look out for that. And obviously we'll have all the coverage from Las Vegas. Yeah. And I, just real quick about Evan Batty. Have you ever seen a player here have a better final two games of the regular season? I mean, you couldn't draw that up any better than what Evan Batty did against Arizona and then Utah. No, you can't. I mean, not off the top of my head. Uh, I, I certainly can't. Uh, and it's, you know, we, we, we've talked about it to death. It's just, uh, every, you know, you, you can't help but but root for the guy. You know, there's there's no cheering and press row and all that. But, uh, you know, to see him, you know, hit three after three at Utah, you, you can't help but think like, ah, you know, good for you, young man. Well, and especially the way that, that last senior weekend that started with that loss to Arizona State, it was like, geez. Come on, guys. I mean, give Evan a better set, you know, uh, send off than that. And then they yeah. did, you, know, you couldn't have asked for a better one against Arizona. I mean, you know, it's still one of those ones that I'll probably always uh, wish I would have been there. I'm glad I was at my son's game that night, but, you know, it would have been fun to be there for that Arizona game. I'm sure that's one that for you, as you covered it, will be an all timer. You know, something that you'll remember is probably one of your top moments uh, covering CU is that, that Arizona game. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, a knee-jerk reaction, you know, two weeks later, less than that, but, uh, you know, to put it as an all-time, but I would imagine that's one that'll be uh, looked back upon fondly. That was, uh, that was a good day in Boulder. Yeah, well, I, I think it'll be a good tournament for the, the bus this week as well. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, and I know the talk right now is always, uh, wh- wh- where do the bus stand as far as NCAA tournament selection Sunday is on, is on Sunday. Um, you know, you and I have kind of said in past uh, podcasts that they've probably got to win this tournament uh, to yeah. get to the NCAA tournament. Do you think that's where it stands right now? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I still think, you know, I said it before that last weekend, you know, or even down the stretch, if they win out and get to the championship game, you know, maybe there's a chance even if they lose it. Uh, yeah, I think that went out the window. That definitely went out the window with the loss against Arizona State. Um, so, yeah, even if they knock off, you know, Arizona in the semifinals, you know, I still don't think they would quite have the resume to get in that large bid if they, if they don't win that title game. So I think that's what it's going to take, uh, you know, Sunday we'll find out, you know, there's a, they're pretty squarely in the NIT field at this point uh, with very possibly a home game in Boulder, uh, which is always fun. So we'll see what happens this week. And uh, you know, after the big selection show uh, later in the evening, we'll kind of find out where the buffs are at, with that, uh, you know, provided they don't make a, a, a crazy run to the championship game here in the coming days. Yeah, and it should be noted the buffs as we do this are number 75 in the net. That doesn't, that's not the end all be all for the tournament, but I think it's tough at this time of the year to go from 75 and, uh, and earn an at large bid. Uh, those, uh, I mean, <laughs> the net and the committee th- seems to really love the Big Ten. I think there's a lot of Big Ten teams you can look at and say, see, you have a similar resume if not better, but they've got a higher net. And you know, I think it is going to be tough for them to go from 75 to an at-large. So they probably do have to win this thing. But I think they're capable of it. Yeah, you know, it's it's all about that that semifinal matchup. I think they, you know, they've, I think they match up okay with either of the L.A. schools. Obviously, they'd be the underdog, but I don't think uh, 
that's as unfavorable a matchup as possibly Arizona would be in, in the semifinals. You know, I mean, the other tough aspect of that is, is the Buffs just beat them. And you got to think, you know, Arizona will be fired up, especially in that setting to, to make sure that doesn't happen again. So, yeah. um, but, you know, maybe they get worn out by their rivals uh, the day before and, uh, you know, don't, maybe don't have uh, their greatest game. Yeah, that's the thing about these tournaments. You never know what will happen. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out here in the coming days. Yeah, well, one thing we know is that, uh, you know, the games are early enough that you should make deadline every night. So uh, that's pretty good. That's nice because there's been a couple times the last few years they've been like the latest game. Uh, so it'll it'll be nice to, to kind of get things rolling a little a little earlier uh, this week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, have a good, great trip out there. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, for the bus that they can make it a long, you know, extended trip and, uh, and not come home early. But, uh, you know. Wish you luck out there, and uh, you know, it'll be fun reading your coverage. Yeah, you know, I'm planning on going to the Oregon Oregon State game on Wednesday, uh, seeing who winds up playing the Buffs. And uh, regardless of what happens, I usually cover this whole tournament. I'll be out there for the championship game, and uh, uh, you know, have all the Buffs coverage uh, through the rest of the weekend as well. So, uh, looking forward to it. And um, Brian Howell, we will talk to you. Probably do this again early next week after we see where these teams are going. Yeah, I imagine we'll do this maybe on Monday to kind of talk about where the women are going, where the men are going, and uh, you know we'll know a lot more you know by then. So um, have a safe trip out there, and uh, we'll talk. We'll chat with you soon. Yeah, fun time to follow basketball. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, enjoy the games.